0: Three, three, two, two, one. click. That's for you,
1: reviewers of Eternals. And boom. Welcome, everyone, to this fine Sunday evening. Happy, I guess, uh, what's the the term I'm looking for, man? It was happy daylight savings time? Something like that.
0: Happy birthday. Oh, wait, that's
1: Frosty the Snowman. That's next month. Ah. Yes, one second. But yeah, uh, daylight Same times is occurring, so we get that one hour of sleep. Everyone, one hour of extra, extra sleep. And I gotta say, feels good, my guy. Feels good. It has been yes. a minute. It has, it has been, been a, a minute. Um... Quite a long minute. We, uh, I, I know that I have been busy. You have definitely been busy. We have been doing our own thing, but we guys, but we definitely have not forgotten about you guys. Our avid listeners, our, our people who always come up, uh, who always talked. Uh, either pull me or kevin aside and talk to us about the show or talk with us about whatever have you thank you very much for uh sticking on this guys we will continue to truck on and uh yeah we got quite a things we got quite a few things to talk about
0: we do, do tonight, and it's been a crazy couple of weeks on, yep. I think it was one of those day one of those sets of weeks where I'd send a link to JR. I'm like dude we gotta, yep. we gotta we got some stuff and uh we do have a new platform that I think when we do if we have like a, 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 a tr- I, I would like to be a little bit more um, reactionary to new trailers and stuff. So yeah. we, we have a platform that we can use that can get us live. Um, but the problem is a lot of these video, a lot of the trailers drop like mm. at six o'clock in the morning here local mm-hmm. time here in, in California. For those who are keeping track around the country or around the world. Um, so it's tough for us cause JR is probably asleep and I'm on my way to work. So it's tough mm-hmm. to do a live reaction, but we're, we're definitely going to try. Um, yep. I know there's a lot of really cool stuff coming out here pretty soon. So, yes, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it. By the way, uh, for those keeping track at home, it is opening weekend of the Eternals. Um, the highly anticipated, um, Entrance into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. A lot of mm-hmm. negative press about it. A lot of negative yeah. reviews about it. Fans fans themselves are mixed about it. Um, mm-hmm. I saw it this morning as we speak. It is Sunday. Jr. said uh, November seventh. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Okay. Was it my favorite? No. Um, mm-hmm. But think about it, Jr. You look at my top ten. Yeah. That's rarefied air. I mean, it was like. When I saw Shang Chi, I was like, "This was this was a game changer." Like okay. I had to put it in my top ten, and it went there. Okay. I mean, it's up there okay. with okay. the likes of Iron Man and Avengers. So, anyways, we're not going to say anything. But this my girl right here uh, absolutely stole the show. Um, and I know that there was a lot of controversy about having an actress who can't speak. Um, Lauren Ridloff. I hope I said her name right. Uh, plays Macari. Fabulous uh, portrayal of the customer, uh, the character kind of a mix between Quicksilver and the flash, mm. um, but played the, the, played the the role. Well, I really enjoyed it. I also enjoyed Leah McHugh uh, who played yeah. Sprite. Um, yeah. And I liked Kit Harrington as Dane Whitman. And I want to talk about that character, but we can't tell you guys have seen it till JR seen it. Yeah. And the, the, I think with the controversy around this movie, we're probably looking at waiting the 45 days until it goes to Disney+. Plus. Um, so, sorry yeah. if you're looking for a of <laughs> review. Unless JR wants to say, no, nope, let's freaking do it. Yeah. Screw them. Spoiler yeah. alert.
1: So. Slight, I'll, I, if anything, if there is something to talk about, like, let's say, maybe a possible, I don't know, sequel to it or... Um, Something that, you know, might incur the wrath of many, many folk where we need to talk about it or even the possibility of like, you know, you know, another big signing. Uh, Let's say there's multi-contract deals with some of the actors and actresses that that do appear in the movie. Right. Harrington being one. Um, I love that my girl's there. I forgot the main character. She's the main character. No, 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 no. Somehow. Well, I hope she's. I hope, Selma I hope Hayek she has stayed. come
0: out and said, uh, that she has signed on as she put it, quote, multiple Marvel movies. Good. So, Gemma Chan, who has made two Gemma appearances, Chan. uh, yeah. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe now one as Cersei and one
1: as yeah. a, uh, a, um, Cree warrior. Yeah. It's Dr. Something. I forget. I forgot name. Yeah. As well as, a, as well as the guy who plays Rob Stark. I forget his name. Richard, uh, Richard Madden. Yeah. Richard Madden. I hope uh, he plays stays on Icarus. too. Um, yeah.
0: I will have to say I was split on okay. Kumail Nan- Nanjiani. Um, yeah. I was not looking forward to him. Okay. I've never really found him funny. Um, I was pleasantly surprised, but then there were moments where it went like this uh, yeah. with him. Um, Brian uh, Tyree Henry, who plays Fastos, was great. Mm. Um,
1: how, about my go- how about my boy Gilgamesh?
0: Um, Ma Dong Siok
1: Yes, Ma Dong Siok Was
0: good uh, I, I enjoyed him, I enjoyed the character um, There's a lot of little uh, uh, um, um, What's the word I'm looking for um, Subtle little Easter eggs With him and his power So I thought that was pretty cool um, But yeah, all in all I can't get I'm looking at other characters I want to talk about And I can't Yeah <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. Um, I'll say this much. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, right here, I'm, I'm looking at you, the audience right now, or turn up the headphones if you're listening. Harish Patel, that's the actor's name. That guy stole the movie. Okay. And when you see him, you'll be like, oh, yeah, Kevin told me about that guy. Anyways, um, okay. enough about Eternals. I, I'm, we, we can't I, I can't get into it without spoiling. Stuff, but I don't want to do yeah. that. I want you guys to go out yeah, and enjoy the movie. I know it's a lot to ask of you to g- take a gamble on a movie like this to go see it in the theater. Yeah, it kind of does need to see being seen in the theater. I highly recommend not sitting in the first four four rows like I did. It's a tough watch from that vantage yeah. point. It's mm-hmm. it's very very good. Um, I bet. Dang uh, and uh, it was enjoyable. It has it. It has its flaws. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's one of those movies that they can tweak it and make it better and make the characters better down the road okay. because this is the only spoiler I will get into as to be expected at the end of the credits it says the Eternals will return. Yeah. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. Um so
1: I, I w- yeah I will say the the initial reaction I did get from people right from actual avid fans and want to see it, it feels like a lesser version of Guardians of the Galaxies in a sense yeah. of like Family as trying to bring, trying to bridging together, and it's not more. It's it's more so on take of like Chloe Zhao, the director, because she, her style of filmmaking is very much a sole focus on an individual and seeing and seeing uh, the uh, the story built within that. While this one from looks like feels very much like a more serious Guardians of the Galaxy type of take.
0: Yes, and here's the thing: is I think people. <sighs> This is the last I'll say about it because it really is tough to not talk about this movie without giving it away. And I don't want to spoil. I want people to go in with open minds. Don't read the reviews as I give you a review on the movie. It is it is different. you got to understand hmm. Jack Kirby created the Eternals as a fuck you to Marvel um, hmm. to come back. He was at DC. Marvel said, we want you back. He goes, I got this idea for some characters. And they're like, fine, whatever it takes to get King. So he held him ransom to do this weird, yeah. trippy 1972 acid trip character group called the Eternals. And it was a mediocre seller. It was an okay seller. It wasn't blowing the, the roof off the, the place, but it wasn't yeah. stinking up the joint. Yeah. And like JR said, Feige and the producers took a gamble a la Guardians of the Galaxy, which also was a so so book, yeah, and they made a hit out of it,
1: yeah. I, there's, I, I yeah, I, I do there's feel gold like, in this cast, there's yeah, gold in this yeah. story, so absolutely. I mean, you, yeah, if you have freaking summer Hayek, Angelina Jolie, if you have a lot of these heavy hitters that have been in the game of acting for so long, especially on the people on the come up, even though Kate Harrington has been around now for about 10 plus years or more now, as a household yeah. name, as well as uh, as well as um, Richard, Richard Madison. Madden, Richard Madden uh, Richard, Richard Madden and he is uh, like a lot of these names are gonna come up and so here's hoping that you know we will see that rest forward uh, what I will say though from my movie that I did watch over the over our time away I from uh, recording <laughs> I, I freaking love this going into our, actually our couple our no- to our news and notes man do the dune sequel has been announced man I have no, to, you don't I, say <laughs> I have to freaking say it, though dude this movie I get it. I look at this movie and go, oh, so that's where everything came from. Because you see the influences of like, okay, so this book came out in 1960, like the late 1960s, right? And then Star Wars literally just came out in the the early 70s. And go, oh, so that's where Star Wars got it from. Oh, that's where Blade Runner got it from. Oh, there's where these, uh, you're talking about the literal godfather of the sci fi genre here. Oh, that's where Game of Thrones got it from. And you see a lot, like I gotta say, the um, I'm so glad, Dennis, Dennis Villeneuve. Uh, I I I'm saying his last name wrong. Villeneuve. Uh, very esteemed, very acclaimed, you know, yeah. for, uh, director. It is is a passion project for him. He loved this thing. He he wanted to make this movie, and you see it from the get go. It's a very serious take, uh, and just the look of it, it looks. It was amazing. I I love it. It is possibly probably my best sci-fi film of 2020 of 2021 it's probably one of the better for me one of the better sci-fi movies of the last decade it's up there I'm, and and that's even with stuff marvel has done that's even with you know the uh even though people didn't like the new blade runner 2040 uh the new Bra- uh the newer blade runner as well as um i forgot the other ones the more other iterations of sci-fi movies that can't can't think of at the moment the, like as a serious type of genre and like wanting to build up the movie franchise it's there is there is damn gold in these fucking hills and yeah. and everyone there is is doing amazing with it man it perfectly cast for me uh story list amazing i'm going i'm going to constantly reread again the dune novels i freaking love it <clears throat> uh and like i said there has been a sequel been announced in the last two weeks now uh, people were there have been rumors saying that it's just basically a it's just basically a, um, you know, a, you know, when they're gonna drop it type of thing. And they did drop it. Legendary Pictures did drop it, saying that, yeah, they're gonna do it. They're fishing on make a Dune part two. But this time, it's actually gonna be more focused on Zendaya's character. Uh, and that is much as I will spoil at the moment. I, I want you to watch this movie. I need you to watch this movie because you, it just, just, just really, you have to soak it in. It really reeks in the sense of like, damn. That is where that is the pressing point for a lot of like a lot of sci-fi, you know, genres, you know, today even. Right. And you have to understand that. Yeah, this book came out in 1960 something. There has been one. There's been a couple of series out before and they haven't are on and off. And, you know, they're usually pretty small in scope in comparison to the original novel. But like, yo, I love it. Freaking love it. They have a lot of people still sign on for it. Timothy. Timothy Shyamalan is still on it. Zendaya is still on it um uh, here's hoping some of the other actors and actresses are continue to you know continue to make their way through there i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil anything more from that yeah. but yeah man i watch it i love it it's amazing
0: um yeah i haven't seen it yet i you know i, I would probably be a um uh, an hbo max watch no. for me um right. i've never and seen you- the first movie and i do have to car- kind of correct you jr the yeah. original dune came out in 1984
1: Oh, no, Wars that's game? no, that, that the Dune, the Dune, the uh the, the movie, yes, but yeah, Dune, the, Dune the book. The oh, novel. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Okay. I know that when they created and they optioned the movie Dune in 1984, yeah. it was heavily influenced with the influx of science fiction movies that were coming out in the late 70s, early 90s, mm-hmm. or early 80s, yep. based on the popularity of Star Wars. But yeah, mm-hmm. George Lucas is, um, I think George Lucas has said that some of his inspiration from like Tatooine and and, and that has come from the, those kind of novels. But I know that most mm-hmm. of his stuff was inspired by what was it? Um, I just had his name. Kurosawa.
1: Kurosawa. Oh, yeah. The Seven Samurai films. It, it's there. Absolutely. When you're yeah, yeah. in this, sense of like, but like the other type of I'm telling you, bro, when you watch the movie, you see where a lot of like, oh, so that's where all these things came from type of stuff. Because gotcha. in 1969, when the Doom book came out, it just in the same way we're like, different. In the same way, like, let's say The Hobbit, right? When The Hobbit first came out and how that spun off so many things that that mimic The Hobbit, Hobbit, basically, right? But there's been very few that has really, that has really, were on a good, like, you know, um, platform that can compare with The Hobbit. Same way with this, same way with Dune. There hasn't, Dune has always been a great series, but never had a great, like, a great movie. Now, you know, we'll see. Star Wars, you can't beat star wars i understand that man but like when 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 a film is done right from its adaptation and it's taking that slow burn type of thing i cannot wait man so yeah i i want to watch this movies i watched an hbo max about two two three times now. three times it is a pretty long movie i will say that uh but from what i'm hearing it, you have to watch it in movie theaters And i and i will i don't I'm, you know I'm, I'm gonna do it because i'm in love with the movie i'm in love with the franchise so i'm gonna i'm gonna go watch it in the movie theaters eventually well,
0: yeah. uh yeah so again like jr said uh october 20th 2023 is the uh, announcement for dune part two um and it seems like most of the cast and crew is coming back for the sequel uh we mentioned in the last episode we talked about batgirl they now have their main yep. villain uh, an actor announced uh lacy leslie grace reports uh reports circulating that um it uh, will be Firefly, and it was funny. It was like I think I read this story like the day after we recorded yeah. our previous episode, which we did uh-huh. kind of loosely talk about Batgirl, uh, and part of it was talking to go back and let's do it. We talk a little bit about um, the Arrowverse and and kind of the uh, the mess that is going on with Batwoman and, and whatnot, and, and yeah. is it Ruby Rose or whatever her name yeah. is? Yeah,
1: yeah. So
0: I'm yeah. uh, good. I'm I'm looking forward to this. Um, in the rose as uh, Commissioner James Gordon is J.K. Simmons. Of course, we know him from the um, the DCEU, which is the mm-hmm. DC Extended Universe, the Snyderverse. Yep. Um, he plays uh, Commissioner Gordon in the... Um, first introduced in uh, Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. Well, the, even the theatrical version. So yep. I, I've always liked him. I thought he's actually a pretty good look for him, but to me, he will always be J. Jonah Jameson. Um, yeah. Which I think is arguably one of the... If you were to... like cast like a top 10 like you nailed that comic book i mean yeah robert downey Jr. is tony stark yeah. um chris evans is both human torch and captain america but <laughs> this one yeah jk
1: simmons is j jonah jameson was, was yeah. perfect um i was i don't know if he said the name yet for firefly firefly uh, yeah. but the but the actor playing him is actually brendan fraser oh i apologize
0: i i um i apologize i met i read Batgirl's name, I apologize, I, I misread yeah. that sentence, I apologize, Leslie Grace is playing Batgirl it is actually yeah. Brendan Fraser who is playing um, Firefly yeah. and uh, super excited, actually I do remember that because I had a conversation with a couple other friends who were like mm. fanboys over Brendan Fraser and they were super stoked about that, I can't believe I forgot about that mm. Um, mm. I like it, I my only concern is, and yeah. my only concern about this movie um, was I'm pointing at my background for the Eternals. Um, You're starting to see a lot of actors now that are um, like, Hey, I want to get on that gravy train. I want to get on that, that comic book gravy train. And it's Uh, like, now you're seeing Marvel and DC and Netflix and, and all these other comic book, uh, all these uh, studios that have comic book entities that yeah. are casting big names but like, uh, instead of going that's the best guy for the part yeah um case in point chris pratt was not a name chris pratt was the fat guy on parks and rec chris yeah. pratt people go like he's not star lord and i remember watching the animated series on um Gar- uh, on avengers and they had the first appearance of the guardians of the galaxy in cartoon form and i was like <clears throat> It mm-hmm. doesn't yeah. quite work. And then Chris mm-hmm. Pratt nailed it and became a household name. Yeah. So um yeah. this it, this this movie, and I'm concerned about Brennan Fraser, who is a good actor, but
1: I mean, he... yeah, it, it's definitely one of those things where like I feel like DC specifically, they they're still very much in that oh, we gotta really try to come up with our own type of thing, right? Yeah. Because like I look at these names too, like who's Leslie Grace? Like, honestly, I'm not saying anything bad to try to shame her in general, but more so like what has she done type of yeah. thing. Right. What's like what kind of claim for for specifically for Batgirl. Right. And for being a um, for being a, a Latin American Batgirl with uh, and, and this is actually the thing I was talking about, too, with J.K. Simmons, where this isn't the iteration of the Batman J.K. Yeah. Simmons, oh, J- the, the iteration of the Batman, James Gordon. But of course, yeah, DCEU. And so uh, we're coming in this weird spot specifically with D.C. where we have multiple, I guess, universes kind of clashing type of thing. Like there's no continuity in there. We're going to have Batgirl. Her dad's going to be J.K. Simmons, James Gordon. And will there be a, a Batman there? There has to be a Batman there. Who's going to play that Batman? Is it? Is it going to be? We'll find out after Flash find out after flash exactly so it's this one of those things like is it is it gonna be uh oh i forgot his name the one who played uh, played batman in uh and i i literally forgot his name uh the actor oh, robert pattinson no 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 bcu uh, uh ben affleck the, ben affleck right is it gonna be ben affleck is who's gonna be in that case is it gonna be freaking uh is it going to be uh oh my gosh for me it's the best batman still from the Nolan for the Nolan verse, him is it gonna be him? Chris, so, Christopher Nolan, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, Christian Bale, Christian Bale. And so it's one of those things where, like, okay, it, DC right now is trying to just make things kind of stick because Robert Pattinson for me was a weird choice as well. Granted, now looking at it with hindsight bias, yeah, Sprocky Vampires do make the best Batman at this point, right? But we'll see how that goes. But yeah, oh, here's hoping.
0: Yeah, Speaking of convoluted timelines um, (laughs) and finding out where villains and certain versions of characters are going to exist and speaking Mm -hmm. of Michael Keaton, uh, let's talk about Morbius, the second Mm. trailer for the Jared Leto uh, Jared Leto-led superhero, anti-hero flick that is now scheduled to come out in January of next year, meaning 2022. Uh, It stars Jared Leto, Michael Keaton, and Matt Smith. Uh, we got a lot more details in this. Um, a lot of little Easter eggs. Um, mm-hmm. So are we going to now, this is coming from someone who has not seen Venom 2 yet. So I don't know about that post-credit scene and its got and, it. it's, and it's implications into the greater multiverse. Yeah. Um, but I do know this, that the more and more I read about um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the Spider-Verse is the uh, Sony's sony's marvel universe of characters is now defunct and it's like they're just calling it like the spider-verse now um so it's definitely interwebbed but is it like how what's what what's going to happen how is it going to happen um i really enjoyed the the uh the um the trailer there were moments in it that he looks exactly like like the character from the comic books yeah um
1: and like, Leto is
0: such a creeper yeah. as it is. And so here's a perfect character for him. Um, yeah. I will see a couple of things that I noticed from it. Obviously, Michael Keaton, again, making his uh, appearance as uh, Tombs, um, aka the Vulture, um, yeah. in, in this trailer. He's, he's in jail. Um, there were some allusions to the amazing Spider-Man verse. Uh, there is a, albeit brief, shot of the New York skyline And in it has a tower. No, no, not Avengers Tower or the tower formerly known as Avengers Tower, but an Oscorp tower. And the logo on the Oscorp tower is the Oscorp logo from Amazing Spider-Man. So a lot of people are pointing to maybe post No Way Home and Multiverse Mm -hmm. of Madness.
1: um, Well, we're not going to
0: see Multiverse of Madness until later next year anyways. But after No Way Home, maybe the Spider-verses get all kind of tangled up We saw in Into the Spider Verse, the 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 animated film, that uh, there was a possibility of that happening, but they actually all the characters, spoiler alert, went back to their universes. But I I I will say, I I really do.
1: I will say this: Into the Spider Verse, the actual comic book series, right, is a really good series when it comes to Spider Man. It deals with like uh, the the five totems. I forget what. Like, it deals with these vampire s type of characters that drain the souls of Spider Men through their different universes. And so, like, it was a type of a multiversal event where every Spider Person from every universe had to basically join together in order to defeat these vampire s people. Now, how does that play into the to the Sony Spider Verse, uh, Marvel Spider Possibility Verse? Uh, we just got to wait and see it's definitely, we have to wait and see until, until uh, no way home comes out, what the implication means, because in the trailer, Morbius does say I'm venom. No, I'm joking. I'm not.
0: Yeah. So we know that, that we do know that Morbius exists and like, JR said multiple times within this trailer, they make reference to the, the Venom movies. films because he says we, mm. something like, you know, we're trying not to have another situation like they did in San Francisco, Um, so
1: and and you have Michael Keane in the movie,
0: yeah. Direct, really,
1: direct Spider Man plug,
0: yeah. So, and we don't know yet. I know that uh, Tom Holland has said he would love to play this role till he dies. Um, Mm -hmm. and there's so much he would like to do. Mm. And I mean, um,
1: this version Eddie Brock's pretty good. I will say that. I
0: I will say this. Um, there is rumors going around that not only are we going to get Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and um. Uh, uh, toby mcguire's spider-man yeah. in no way home um but there's a possibility that we will finally be introduced to a form of miles morales and mm. the form of miles morales we're going to get is the miles morales from into the spider-verse so a, the a tr- one of our first animated into live action crossovers um but that's just a, a heavy heavy rumor but it yeah. would be that version, uh, total homemade suit with the Jordans and 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 whatnot. I know that um, it's the version that um, uh, uh, our not our germ. Um, what's our boy's name? Which Boss one? Logic. Oh yeah. Uh, Boss Logic has done a, co- a bunch of fan posters, and that's who he keeps hinting at. That we're not only going to get Toby, Tom, and 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 Andrew, but we're also going to get uh, a, a version of. Of Miles Morales uh, Mm. into No Way Home, so we'll see how that plays into Morbius and if there Mm. is to be a Venom 3. Again, I don't know the outcome of Venom 2, so I can't say if there's even a possibility of a Venom 3. (laughs) Uh, but nonetheless, it looks good, I'll see it. Yeah, it may be a wait for stream for me, but um, we'll just see how it goes. Basically, we'll see see how it goes, goes, man. Uh, Arcane League of Legends uh
1: premiered, um.
0: I guess in the, this is a uh, this is a, oh, this is the adaptation
1: for um... League of Legends, the video game. Yeah. So basically, yeah, I actually, just go on to a little bit of streaming news. Arcane, uh, basically, at the a ten year anniversary of Riot Games, which is the creators for this massive free to play League of Legends game, which has been making billions upon billions of dollars for the last like uh, for a well while now. Years, yeah, yeah, well over ten years. It is it is one of the it is probably the best selling free to play game. That is that is not a mobile game of all time, honestly. Uh, th- of course, they just released a anime series called Animated slash. Yeah, I guess anime series. It's, it's very much in the vein of What If, What If, or or like that type of cell type of process. And it's to celebrate the 10 year anniversary. It's starring Haley Steinfeld, Ella Purnell, Kadeem Wayne, Kevin Alejandro, and many many more. It is released on. It is already released on Netflix. the uh, The premiere event happened quite a while ago. Haley Steinfeld was there. <laughs> Uh, a bunch of other actors were there. Uh, and a lot of Twitch personalities were there. It It's a massive video game. I, I, I cannot, I cannot, you know, downplay that any more than I probably have. And I'm not downplaying it. <laughs> it's a massive video game. It makes massive numbers. Massive, massive numbers. And yeah, so the quality, so the production quality of this series is really up there. It looks great. It looks really good. It's released on Netflix. I'll probably watch, I'll probably be, watching it over the next couple of days to see how it is. I watched, I think I've seen a couple of clips of it already and it looks really freaking good. It look, it looks very much like quality of like a full on uh a full on like animated movie for me. So it looks really good. And speaking of Haley a one Haley Steinfeld. another a Marvel a great segue <laughs> uh Marvel Studio Hawkeye releasing another official trailer featuring starring Jerry Renner, Jerry Renner and Haley Steinfeld. which is <laughs> easy Jamie for me to say right. I know. Uh, and it's streaming on Disney Plus this twenty fourth November. It is going to be releasing the first week with two episodes. It's a six episode event, and I can't wait. It looks very much like a. Um, it looks like a not a far cry, but very different in comparisons to what we got with the other streamings have done with other, the other streaming adaptations of Marvel properties from Disney Plus. Uh, the last three at this point have been pretty serious, been pretty heavy. This one feels very much like, and this I'm pretty sure we said it before, but it feels very much like a Hollywood film. No, not Hollywood. A, uh, a seasonal, Christmas type of venture, and I'm I'm here for it, man. I'm I don't want to think about the crazy, you know, possibilities of having universes be destroyed because of I took I took a left turn instead of a right turn. I don't want to freaking think about. I, I don't want to think about the implications of like all these forms of heavy racism set upon. Our, our minorities man i don't want to continue to think about it i want to just have some dumb fun with hawkeyes <laughs> in my marvel stuff hell yeah i'm done with that yeah it, it is a good it is definitely a good type of like breaking point we're like all right cool we got the heavy stuff we got the very you know very multiversal changing shifting stuff now let's just have some fun for the christmas holiday and it feels like it's definitely in that type of sphere man
0: and I will say oh. this: what I'm what I'm looking forward to. And again, uh, my stupid microphone is not <laughs> cooperating. For those of you, I think we're I'm going to have like my, my own hashtag here, Kevin Microphone Problems. By the way, I'm Kevin Pillow. Stare and We're an hour. Are you doing? This, so we I introduce know. Um, you very much, but uh, by not introducing ourselves, it's one less thing I have to edit. I don't have to put in the graphics at the bottom. Um, the 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 cool thing about um, about uh, Hawkeye is since the streaming services have started. So we're so basically since Phase Four has started, which started officially with WandaVision. Okay, so we're gonna this is this is official Phase Four: WandaVision, Falcon the Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Black Widow, Shang Chi, and um and, and now Eternals This will be the first time We've actually seen a crossover uh, Potentially a, a crossover between A property within Phase 4 Into another property in Phase 4 And what I'm talking about is Though it technically existed Timeline-wise uh, Between Civil War and Infinity War uh, Our introduction to um, Yelena Bolova. In Hawkeye, I'm sorry, not in Hawkeye, in Black Widow, and her post credit scene, spoiler alert, yep. of her meeting up with um, oh. Valentina, yeah. blah, 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 basically, uh, what's her name? Mal.
1: Val. Um,
0: mm. That with, with those two crossing paths and her saying, do you want to meet, do you want to take a chance at killing the guy that killed your sister? <laughs> um, and it being, you know, it being Clem Barton. So, yep nothing's confirmed mm-hmm. but
1: allegedly like
0: we are going to see yeah um, we're, we're going to see uh, Yelena Belova in Hawkeye
1: oh god I just, I just i i know she might possibly be in hawkeye i mean we talked talking about it for a while now but like okay the uh, we're going to have two it was generation z people kids in the same room together with Yelena being the Oh, you know, the uh, the the, um, uh, the the bratty younger sister to to Scarlett's freaking uh, to Scar Joe's character, her yeah. name to like
0: yeah, yeah, Natasha yeah.
1: Natasha and just have both of them. Because uh, for those who have seen uh, the the recent uh, Hawkeye official trailer, you see very much the younger side, like the younger generation. We're going to have two of these kids in the same room together now. Oh so my we're god, the amount of like horrible jokes together.
0: Yeah, Kate Bishop and Yelena Belova. My question better. also is are we going to see John Walker? Mm. We have not seen John Walker since the the last episode of Falcon the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Of course, he was the first recruit, he was US agent recruited yep. by Val and whatever group she's yep. putting together. It's starting to look like she's putting together the Thunderbolts. Yep. Uh, With the rumor going around that Thunderbolts is going to be a movie uh, uh, in one of those untitled Marvel pictures. And I can tell you this I can tell you this. uh, uh, I have a really good sneaking suspicion after seeing the Eternals today. I know another one, but I can't get into (laughs) that. Um, But uh, (laughs) no, Hawkeye looks great. I think JR nailed it around the head. It's going to be a good old holiday romp. Yeah. Um, and Here's we like are it. going to get two episodes on launch day, which JR said is on November 24th. You'll get two of the six episodes uh, airing on launch day, and that's going to lead right up to, if you time it out just right, it should lead up right to the launch on December 29th, almost one month to the day, to The Book of Boba Fett being launched that's on Disney+. Well. Plus. We saw the first trailer for that film, and that looks like a couple of fanboys got together and wrote a damn good strip about yeah. a Boba freaking a cross bad. between the sopranos Star Wars and like the good the bad and the ugly
1: oh yes this looks uh,
0: fantastic
1: it, it definitely fits that uh that mantra of any any story can be a Star Wars story like it, it definitely fits that mantra and I love that Filoni, as well as as well as um uh, the other yeah, I was gonna say John Forever, but like, oh, the other creators, oh, that are, so many, yeah. Yeah, they're helmed to possibly take on this the the uh this series in particular, man. And I'm super excited. I cannot freaking wait, man. I still need to like catch up on a lot of Star Wars as type of uh media right now. Man, it is yeah, it visions is, is out still, right? Yeah. <sighs> yes, it's just oh my gosh, vision's good, dude. Vision's freaking good for me
0: as a fan, but yeah, it looks great, but Real quick to cut of what I would talk about with, with the Sopranos reference is George Lucas yep. has let it be known that what took place at the when he when it was no secret that he was not going to do the sequels. Yeah. Um, that people ask, well, what happened after Empire? The Empire after I'm sorry, after Return of the Jedi, the Empire fell. What happened? And he goes, you would think that everything was harmonious in the world. Everything was, you know they all lived happily ever after. And we know that in the, in the sequel trilogies that that didn't happen, that the new order rose, um, in the, in the ashes of the empire, some 30 years later. But what we do know, and this is George Lucas's vision that Filoni and Favreau brought into a little bit with the Mandalorian, and it's going to be full tilt in book of Boba Fett is organized crime has now taken over in the galaxy. Um, the it's a lot of underground syndicates and we see this in the trailer that uh Boba Fett has taken over um the for lack of a better term the crime family of of Jabba, Jabba the, the Hut. Yep. Um and he wants them to basically go legit. So a little yeah. uh, Jango uh, um uh, uh uh Jinko Olive Oil wants to be, you know make the uh Corleone family legit, but uh <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um uh Tamira Morrison and Ming-Na Wen are both back. Yep. uh tamira uh by the way also uh cast and will return to play um arthur curry's father um and yes. uh, i believe not aquaman only 2. in aquaman 2 but also in the flash really? um so he is also he is crossing over into other films within Good. the with the within the dceu also he's also come out and, and said that for a lack of better terms he's almost executive executive producing book of boba fett he is a full-on boba fett nerd
1: really? um
0: and he's like no, no 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 no, he doesn't do that in page 26 of this this novel he is like apparently some like super boba fett nerd he has all the books yeah, yeah. and like he's almost like the
1: third writer like with favreau and Feloni. so Good. Good. we need that's exactly what you need for a for a specific title like it's exactly what you like you, you need to just look basically at what Dave Filoni Favreau, whatever what they're doing with Star Wars it's everything is a passion project everything yeah. is and they and it's and I'm glad they're doing it because they get the money to fund this passion project and you know it's going to be freaking good so yes. here's all yes. for that one man december moving 29th, on
0: to- yeah december 29th release rapid fire here on this one yep. JR cuz I know you got you're chomping at the bit to get to our main topic yeah. we're going to dive into it uh real quick lightyear the 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 t- toy story franchise tie-in featuring chris evans as the titular lightyear we don't know if it's buzz but yeah. it's assumed it's light year. yeah um, is releasing in summer of 2022 a yeah. very uniquely drawn animated feature again mm-hmm. fa- uh, uh starring captain america himself chris evans yeah. and again that releases next summer uncharted finally i know a lot of you guys out there have been diamond they've seen the 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 screenshots and the the set photos official uh, trailer finally dropped about a week or so ago it's based on the beloved video game franchise um and uh sony pictures got the uh uh, the 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 nod on this one it stars tom holland mark Wahlberg, sophia ali antonio banderas hell of a cast
1: I know it, it, it's deaf. I just just talk about this a little bit, man. I, there have been some there has been a lot of fans, I will say, of the series of, of the uh, original series kind of hating on it. Right. I understand that aspect. And they wanted, you know, the, the normal like Nor- Nolan North, who voiced acted as Nathan Drake or let's say um um forgot his name. He was in Firefly.
0: Nathan Fillion. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Nathan Fillion because Nathan Fillion was one of the original interpretations for Nolan for Nathan Drake in in the franchise right because his mannerism even Nathan Fillion he did a uh, he even did a small like a um, fan made as film as him as him being uh, Tom, uh as him being um Nathan Drake in a short right people are saying why don't you have those guys they're, here's the reason why they're 50 fucking years old that's why you're talking about if anyone has played the game, the amount of crazy shit Nathan Drake does in the game is insane. I'm talking about if you've seen the film, if you've seen the, uh, any of the, the trailers, those happen in the game. Falling out of a live airplane, going onto a crate, uh, being run up by a freaking car that, ha- that hits you, falling down. That happens in a video game. That happens in the video game. The third one, actually. Right. The my only problem is that they're going through a lot of things that happened in prior book in prior movies. But we're just gonna see what happens here. My reasoning for this is that you need someone younger and able to do these to, to be able to do these pretty hardcore stunts and not just like you know the jumping off like you know airplanes or jumping off, you know, moving moving vehicles. I'm talking about just just holding and gripping shit, yeah, like just that stuff. Because if y'all play the game, y'all know what I'm talking about. Nathan Drake has the freaking grip strength of like a God <laughs> to do the stuff that he needs to do. So, yes, you need someone younger to do this type of strenuous activity to at least make it look real, right? To, to have Nolan North, who's 50 plus years old, to have Nathan Fillion, who's 50 freaking years old, right? Look like they're 50 years old and out of nowhere, have them do some crazy zany, you know, tumble into a live long jump, you know, hanging off ropes, shooting off people from the side. And that not looking like like come on, the believability has to be there. So yes, uh, Mark Wahlberg as Sully. Yes, he needs a freaking beard. He needs that mustache. It doesn't look like Sully yet, but we'll see. So I'm gonna have a little bit of faith in the movie because Sony Pictures is running the show in here, and and there has been has been some people that originally that from Naughty Dog is help is helping trying to helm the film. So we'll see from it. Tom Holland is a great name to have. Mark Wahlberg is a Mark, Mark great name to have. Sofia Ali and definitely Antonio Banderas. I want to see how this goes. So I'm definitely in the in, in the uh, in the let's just wait and see type of uh, type of thing because I've literally waited for this movie for 15 plus fucking years. <laughs> All right, I've waited since PS3 era. We're in the PS5 era now. Okay. So I've been waiting for this fucking movie. Chill out. It's not a cash grab. You don't. You're not even. You're not even old enough to understand what a cash grab is.
0: Everything in nowadays is a cash grab. Oh so, uh, moving run along real quick. Netflix cow. Netflix's Ugh. Cowboy Bebop official season of drops. Live action adaptation, one of the best yeah. animated series of all time, starring John mm-hmm. John Cho, Mustafa Shakir, and Daniela Pineda. Pineda. Uh, yeah. Releases uh, in just a week or so on November nineteenth. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I know I, that yeah. they've. Um, yeah, I had a friend of mine that I used to work with at Best Buy that was a massive fan of this uh, this franchise and mm-hmm. and whatnot and just like that. I didn't know a lot about it, but yeah. um,
1: I want to I want to hmm. hate on it so hard. I I really want to hate on it so hard. I really do because Netflix has Netflix has a horrible track record of of adapting live action Japanese stuff. I'm yeah. talking about Death Note. I'm talking about other stuff. But like uh, this look the trailer the trailer looked good, it really did capture the, the essence of Kyle up usually before with the jazz music with like quick cuts. Some of the effects needed definite work. Um, John Show, I love John Show, but again, we're having this conversation. He is gonna be 50. He's like 45, I think he's gonna be 50. And I know we had a conversation about it before by saying that you know that he wouldn't be this spike spiegel main character, one of the main characters if he was younger. I get that. I understand that. But at the same time, for those of us like myself who have watched the original animated series, you know that Spike does Jeet Kune Do, Bruce Lee's you know, fighting style. It's a very free-flowing martial arts type of style, which I'm hoping we see a lot of in the series. And from what I've seen in, in the trailer, it's a different take. And that's one of the things that made Spike Spike, be like water type of stuff. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to watch the first season and from looks of it, it looks like it's going to be, there's a possibility of having multiple seasons after this. So it might be less than seven to 10 episodes, but we'll see.
0: Now on to the main subject. at hand. we teased about this a couple of weeks ago and we went on a great roll on a different subject. And it actually ended up be one of our better podcasts. To Go back to that. Maybe I'll put it in the, I'll put it in the, the tail end of our YouTube um, you. uh, video. But we wanted to talk about Penguin Random House. And um, at the time, yeah. it was just a day or two after yeah. their debut, so to speak, mm-hmm. as the new distributor for Marvel Comics. Mm-hmm. Um, and they spunk up the joint the first week. I mean, it was terrible. Right. Jr. Was, was pissed off. Yeah. And the next week, they got the shit together.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. uh, it's crap. It took them three weeks. What's It took it? them three weeks. It took them three weeks to finally get their shit together.
0: Okay. So they took them three weeks, which is a lot faster right. than, um, than, uh, um, Lunar Lunar did per minute. Yeah. Still fumbling the ball
1: on that one. Every now and then, yeah.
0: But Jared's like, we would look like a couple of assholes if we start shitting on them and they actually got the shit together. Yeah. So we could have put, let's just restructure. So we're going to talk about the state of the comic book industry slightly before the pandemic. During the pandemic and after the pandemic. Now, I want to define not the entire year of 2020, though. Ten months out of the out of the year were pandemic. I want to clarify for the comic book industry that has gone haywire. Yeah. The the pandemic goes from about March of 2020. Yeah. Till about summer
1: 2021.
0: Yeah. Fair to say that. Um, mm-hmm. so when we're referring to that, because we're kind of coming out of the craziness a little bit right now. yeah. Um, and, uh, so that, that's when we talk about, that's the window where we're talking about that, that yeah. kind of, uh, 18 months, so to speak, of, of March to, uh, March 20 to about mm-hmm. July 21, uh, yeah. window. So, um, so let's give you the, the, the lay of the land. Yeah. 2019 Diamond Distributors is it. Yeah. They distribute 99% of, of comic books out there to retail locations. So, all of geek so,
1: shit. Basically all of geek shit.
0: Oh uh, yeah. So I mean anything. They they ship Funko's as well, but they're 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 it for comic book distribution to whether it's to a a barnes and noble or to comic asylum or to wherever diamond distributor is who sends comic books yeah when the pandemic shut down um in in march um when when comic books got scaled back and really it it, it kind of trickled down a little bit more. So, I mean, we were still kind of allowed to go in stores a little bit. I, I can't remember, yeah. but Lunar now, I think Diamond shut down in June of 20. Yeah. So, they were still shipping books. Then Lunar said, or sorry, then 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 DC. Uh, uh, D- Diamond said, we're, we're, we're shutting down. Yeah. As soon as Diamond said, we're shutting down, Lunar, DC or DC says we're out. You're yeah. No longer sitting in our books, they signed a Lunar to keep the kind of trainer rolling, yeah. Um, and then now a year later, Penguin Random House is signed with Marvel, and now Marvel has left uh Diamond, so that's the timeline we we're at, yeah. Um, the uh, the, the first couple of weeks, like Jared said, a little rough, um, yeah. that the um. Kind of in the shipping, kind of like Jerry. You said yeah. a lot of the problems was they don't
1: know how to ship a comic book. Yeah, it, it, well, for specifically playing Rent House. But if to go back to Lunar, it was, uh, it was one of those things with Lunar where like it was more so harder on on the individual for like you for like just basic shit user interface, user interface type of stuff, right? Yeah. Lunar is is very much like in this in, in at least the West Coast, right? Because I know there is a different. It's, in the, it's different shipping house in the East Coast. It's a different people. It's different yeah. um, people that used to go through in the East Coast. Lunar is relatively small when it comes to a shipping company. And going back to some of the comic book uh, comic book shops here in the Valley during that time, they've, they say, yeah, they've had problems with Lunar because it's horrible UI. Um, it's hard to get a hold of people. Right, We're, the, our reps from from Diamond are not the same reps from Lunar, obviously. And so, like, there is even a personnel shortage. During a pandemic already. Yeah. Right. And so it was harder for them and the shipping like cool shipping was there, but like you'd still miss a box. You still miss a couple boxes here or there. And it was hard for you. It was hard for the individual to try to or the or comic book owner, comic book store owner, try to get that and find that tracking number. Like, where the hell is my shit? That was the basis on that one. And they did smooth out some stuff. And at this point, Lunar is, is seen as probably the better distributor right now because lo- what lunar has is just DC in the big sense of like that's their main like biting like that's their that's their main whale in the in the certain sense right because that that's every week every single week they have a huge portion of uh of what they of what they produce or whatever sent out and that's through DC. Coupling that with penguin random, with penguin random house and it was within the it was in the summer of this year, 2021, that Marvel has said that we're going to separate from uh from uh from the old distributor and going onto a new one with you know paying random house. Penguin random house, you know, highly acclaimed. They, they one of the highly acclaimed, like um, I think it's a big four now in, in book selling in, in just book conglomerates in the world, in America specifically. They you know they ship books to all the retailers, they ship books to all the all the bookstores everywhere, and they're the people, right? They should get their shit together, right? They should be able to get their shit together. Here is the problem: they ship books. They rarely they do ship comics, but it's usually the hard tra- trade-back trade paperback cover, either yeah. the hard covers or the or the soft cover trade paperbacks, right? And they can just throw that whatever. They don't really sell comics. They don't sell single issue comics. So <laughs> I sent this guy a picture all oh, those weeks yeah, ago.
0: So bad
1: uh from one of the awesome uh uh instagram oh from the awesome comic book seller uh comic book owners comic book store owners in the valley well in at least california p dot's comics i've seen them in i've seen him in, pla- uh, in past conventions he's a friend of of the of the family he's a friend of chicken javel from uh from comic solemn here in the desert and he's he's literally shown a side-by-side comparisons of a lunar box and a house package to a penguin random house box. And the stark differences are insane. Like you're talking about like what needs to be housed inside a lunar box, and it's 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 nice. It's really yeah. nice for comics specifically. While Lunar, well, uh, while a Penguin Random House is just one box, one single box, no cover, nothing gets fucking. Can get kicked around by the uh, by the FedEx or UPS, whatever is shipping it. And it's just terrible. It, nearly everything. Uh, if you have a shipment in, um, there's a good possibility that seventy percent of those comics are damaged. Period. Going now, having that, coupling that with uh, with the fact that we're still kind of coming back from pandemic, we're still trying to get people in. You're still a comic book shop, <laughs> a single that sells single issues. And this was a quote from one of the comic book shops here. If 70% of our we sell mostly marble stuff, yeah. if 70% of our issues are destroyed, we can't sell them, nor should we sell them because it's be against our morals. We're not making any profit. We're quite literally spending thousands of dollars just to get all those damages, just to get all those stuff damaged, and we're not making profit that week. Those, that's gone on for nearly two to three weeks with us with most shops. Just think of it. Just just, just wrap your hand around this. And we're going we're to go into the numbers eventually because there's numbers here. If a majority of comics sold are mostly Marvel, let's say 70% of what you sell in a comic book shop is mostly Marvel for single-issue comics, and your shimmy comes in, and 70% of that is destroyed, or maybe even more, maybe 90% of that is destroyed, every single week for nearly three weeks, are you making money for your store?
0: No. Well.
1: I, one store specifically told him, like, yeah, we haven't made any profit from new Marvel stuff in a while. And that's all we sell because sadly, no one picks up DC. And that's a different issue. We'll definitely talk about somewhere down the road. Yeah. It's it really def- weird
0: because it's a couple of years ago. Um, DC had, was like
1: up there, was like Main-
0: uh, eight out of the top 10 books. Yeah.
1: Easily. Yeah. One of the reasons why Marvel is coming back and has been, we've talked about before is because the rise of variant comics that Marvel just flushes the fucking market with.
0: Yeah.
1: So there's one thing, but it has been, I think nearly a week to two weeks now. And it looks like Penguin random house has gotten their shit together. Yeah. From, from what I've read, from what I've heard. And what I've talked to other owners, they said that they are definitely fulfilling, their return you know type of destroyed pack like what they like what they used to do with a with um with diamond where you you know you mark off like what was destroyed in your during your shipment and they'll go and either they'll give you a credit or they'll try to get you back for those those same comics right it's looking like they're doing that granted it's quite literally within the first two to three months two months now right and it's a good thing that they're trying to get this together now but damn (laughs) (laughs) You're talking about a pivotal point in history For a comic book shop Where you're just coming back to normalcy And your biggest seller isn't there to sell Damn
0: So this was not the And this is not just an episode on on Penguin Random House This was just Mm -hmm. one of, of a few things that happened In the comic book industry over the last two years yeah. Um. Obviously, Lunar takes over in the late summer. Officially takes over in late summer of twenty. Now, about this, almost mm-hmm. one year, one year later to the day, uh, Penguin Random House takes over uh, for for Marvel. Yep. Now, in, in a mix there, Jr. Is yes. we saw obviously we've seen a comic book boom over the last ten plus years. Yes. We um. Have. Really has taken off in the last four or five years. And it has gone to astronomical sales-wise over the last two years, and really went crazy, especially with online sales over the last year. uh, Probably over like the last twelve months. Some of that, and some of it has to do with um, you know the 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 craziness of people being at home with excess cash. We've talked about that in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of the kind of lump in there is that. Gerald, you know, with the state of the comic book collecting and the comic book selling marketplace um, and industry, the pandemic was a huge part of it. Again, that yeah. the, the COVID checks coming in, but the movies have really pushed um, the uh, the sales and stuff like that. And but like yeah. I said, we've talked about in, in previous episodes, and, and I'll link it in our playlist on YouTube. Mm. Is there's other than the the quote COVID checks. There has been no real explanation for the just meteor uh, that just took off like a rocket ship. The mm-hmm. sales and the and the infl- inflated numbers of value on, on some of these 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 back issues and, and key issues. <laughs> Yeah, um,
1: so, it's it's definitely a point of contention to understand. Like, there there are numbers out there, of course. Yeah. And for those for those trying to figure out what the numbers are, um, I just want a second. I'm trying to get my. Uh, well, I have it right
0: here. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, this is how crazy comic books have gotten over the last year year and a half. This is just the numbers from 2020. 1.2. One call. This is at 1.3 billion dollars in total sales in 2020.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and and this is actually in stark contrast to what people have said before. Like we've had a lot of like these apocalyptic, you know, takes of like, oh, this will be the time, this will be the day where comics will, f- this will be the year that comics will finally just die off because no one, because of like X, Y, and Z, you know, the the influx of like woke comics, the influx of like, you know, wanting representation in comics and this and that, right? Uh, and we have, and just kind of say that, yeah, for for majority of people are buying single issue comics it's still very much the same demographic for a long period of time it's still very much that quote-unquote cisgendered white male that have gone to comic shops and put down money for a single issue comic of let's say hulk something wolverine something um batman you know was it 127 or whatever have you but now seeing the numbers here where and we see that we get yeah, there is this number of 1.3 billion that must not all be coming from just single-issue comics. What we're seeing now is that um, is that according to ICv2, number one industry source for business on business for geek culture and retailers, and Comicron, and Comicron, world's largest public uh, public respiratory re- repository, sorry, of comic sales figures and comic history, released their joint statement and anal- analysis of comic sales of 2020. and like my cohort here said, it made 1.3 billion just about 1.3 billion in sales in 2020 and they made 1 billion every single year since 2015 that's insane granted of course the caveat through all this stuff is that where does the money come from then right yeah where like who like is the convo- is combo sales coming from comic shops is it from re- other retailers what have you well they actually broke it down too Book channels or or aka bookstores, right? In general, you're talking about Barnes Noble, you're talking about whatever other retail chain that you know has mostly books. Accrued about uh, about six hundred forty-five million. Comic book stores accrued about four hundred forty million, and digital sales accrued one hundred sixty millions. Other channels, meaning Patreon, Kickstarter. You know, I think one of the biggest Kickstarter comic books is of course Berserker. Accrued about thirty-five million. Right. So that's where your numbers and like where the numbers came from from shops or what have you. Now. This is the bigger caveat. What actually states is the comic book sale. And this was the bigger one for me. Novel Graphic novels have raised, not exponentially, but they've raised, they've, they've always been the number one, number one seller for comic books, yeah. you know, year after year with, eight, with 835 million in sales. Comic book sales have been on a decline, though, for this, for this specific year for two, with 285 million sales. And digital is, of course, again, 160 million. Of course, they're all in millions. Yeah. Now, the the decline for comic book sales is an, is at a near twenty percent decline because you know for single issues. But of course, the context of that is that well, when you're when you you're not printing for a month to maybe two months or three months, right? When you're uh, when you're a big company like Diamond, that's gonna affect your sales numbers for single issues. Yeah. This is the first year in over five years that single issue comics hasn't accrued more than three hundred million. That's that's a, that is not a number to scoff at. That really isn't. <clears throat> and like. A lot of the statements said, you know, during. Uh, actually, I got my numbers through, of course, Comic-Con, but then also there's this great write up at comicbeat.com that actually talks about the same thing where, yeah, people were inside. People wanted stuff to do. People wanted more to read. Right. People wanted they had more money in a certain well, people had, that people that did have money had more of it yeah. because they weren't outside. Right, they weren't outside. They weren't doing, you know, other stuff. They they went, went in, and si- and if they can't go to comic book stores you get the single issues, they would buy online. Amazon took a big uh, took a big increase in, in comic book sales. Um, massive retailers like Marvel stores in DC they they accrued all all this money just for di- just for their um just for their uh, their trade paperbacks. That's a great thing. Now I will I will say I forgot to add this in the notes that that the sales figures for this one also included Japanese manga and and kid comics, right? There is a number in there somewhere, and I have to say, year after year, Japanese manga, and for people who have shit on Japanese manga for, for years now, Japanese manga have been overtaking comic sales for a damn a near decade now. Well,
0: they have a whole section dedicated to them now. I went and saw, Bro. about a month or so ago, I went and saw the, they kind of redid barnes and noble in the, in the mall here in palm desert
1: hmm.
0: and they have a whole section it used to be that here's comic books graphic novels and and then you they, go going the like know, a they, bookstore they have, they have a whole a section, section now on just manga um yeah. and then they've kind of stuffed comic books and graphic novels in the corner
1: yeah
0: um i do know that one of the things that has uh pushed the the, the breakdown um yeah. And to go to kind of jump on what Jared is talking about, single-issue comics, I think to, to kind of separate ourselves from previous uh, episodes that we've done on comic book collecting um, is when we say a single-issue sale, it is a essentially a new title. Yeah. You know, when a... And I've been reading kind of the statistics on this is it's it's really tough to gauge a, a store um when uh, like like asylum versus interstellar versus uh, yep. um versus um uh desert oasis versus midtown versus mile high versus uh comics and stuff down in san diego because they could all sell back issues for a different price yep. What they don't change is issue number blah 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 that's coming out this week of detective comics is by is 4.99 yeah that's it yep. um and so to, to kind of separate when, when, when jr talks about single issue books have dropped and the reason yep. being in my theory the reason it's dropped is especially marvel which proves the pudding marvel has become the new leader in sales or one of the new leaders in sales mm-hmm. but at the same time Got shitty storylines it's it, they're they're really crummy books and those yeah. have been on the decline because no one wants to read those stories yeah and, and you said jr earlier i don't know if made it made on the air or not but you've talked about yeah. saga has been now out of print for three years uh,
1: when I, I mean by out of print right uh, uh, i'm gonna i'm definitely gonna uh try, try to kick this pig down more or kick this ball down more is that yeah saga the the critic brian K Vaughan and I, I forgot the artist name she's an amazing artist uh they've been on a break for yeah. two years
0: but they were right because they were going full tilt with, with
1: saga. <laughs> yeah yeah it's definitely and, but like at the same time brian, brian K Vaughan, he's still writing now what for different other of uh, the series but like uh and we will talk about this but the image uh the image possible strike for wanting a union all that stuff for the yeah. writers this is where it came up from Image or or no for saga, yeah. Like it's been two years since they came out of the issue. They're finally coming out with, with one eventually soon. I think I saw that before, but like it's taken them two freaking years. And when I do mean by single issue, I'm, I we of course we are talking about like our sales numbers in the sense of like you know what comics did you did you buy from the from the distribution company from the publisher. Yeah, that's what it's talking about. Like, granted, yes, um I didn't want to touch on this point comic book shops are going to be specialized to the area they're in right yeah and um comic asylum these are three comic books are our three comic book shops are very distinctive of the area they're in or the area or the area of expertise comic asylum they deal deals with the heavy collectors like myself like Kevin, like a lot of other people here not just as not, but that's not to say that that sid shop uh desert wastes doesn't heal doesn't deal in heavy collectors or that uh Interstellar doesn't deal in collectors either. It's just that for what, from my history, from my time with comic they're the only they're the only ones that sell CGCs. They're the only ones that sell high, super high end comics in a really at a really good condition type of stuff. While Sid has a much much larger type of portfolio in the sense of like runs. If you want to run, you go to him if you want if you want to talk about wanting a comic from from possibly six seven years ago he probably has that run while with Interstellar, and it's been it's been the likelihood of where that's it, positioned he deals with more of the cheap paperbacks the your money makers because of the area they're in interstellar is is located in palm springs california <clears throat> and is dealing mostly on the strip of the main strip of, of Palma Springs, where you get a lot of traffic, foot traffic, and where people coming from internet town. So yeah, they're not gonna want a single issue comic, they're gonna want the trade paperbacks, right? Just to see, just have them compiled. Now, to kick this further down the freaking road, <laughs> you trade paperbacks. Does not mean the death of uh, the, the rise of trade paperbacks does does not mean the death of single issue comics. No, because you can't have a trade paperback without single issue comics. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure you can some way, but at the same time, you like you, you would have to understand you your single your your comic series your single issue comic series are definitely going to be the indicator of how the series is doing, right? Either in digital format or single issue format. It, like who is actually reading your shit? It, is the amount of people reading your shit from issue one still the same as issue 26 or somewhere near that? Like it's all a numbers game. So that's the reason why a lot of cheap paperbacks have been selling because people want to read that shit. And that's great. That's good for the that's good for the for the industry. The cat and I will come back to the caveat. Uh, there has been uh, we don't know the full full numbers. I'm pretty sure there is going to be someone that's going to break it down of like what are what are the actual like comic book shaped paperbacks that have been selling because yes, mangas are here to freaking stay. Kevin, do you know what the be- the second best selling uh, quote unquote comic book series is today?
0: Mm, let's see. The notes don't say anything, so you go ahead and tell me. <laughs>
1: It is for number one is always going to be it's going to be Superman right now. Number two used to be Batman.
0: Yeah, I would say uh, those number,
1: number two right now is my favorite manga series of all time called One Piece. It just overtook Batman, a series Jeez. that's been going on for 80 years. Batman and just overtook them, I think, last year. A series One Piece is a series that went only that are, that is only going on for 20 years. That's insane. Now, granted, not all manga series are like One Piece. One Piece is like this crazy outlier of a series where, like, it's sold. It, it is like comic books. If they sold like if they sold like One Piece, <laughs> they, yeah, the comic book industry would be super fucking healthy. Be, I'll just be, say that. No problems. <laughs> yeah, it'd be absolutely no problems. And and the amount of uh, just to kind of give you my my uh, my manga spiel here: comic books, single issues. With with art and direction and writing and all that stuff takes about one month. It's like it's a one month issue. Manga are a one week issue. Every week there's a new manga chapter. Jeez. And and like granted, there's all done in black and white ink type of stuff, but the fucking artwork is amazing, man. One Piece stuff, amazing artwork. Um, some other things like Berserk, amazing fucking artwork. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, amazing fucking artwork, dude. It's the only thing about them is that yeah, they're just black and white. Right, yeah. but then that's how they churn out all these freaking issues, man. Is that, yeah? There, we just had. Well, I think what we had an issue one thousand for uh, for both Batman and Superman, like quite a while back, like a year ago.
0: Batman was, uh, yeah, Batman or Detective Comics uh, did a one thousand. Yeah, Comics. Yeah, uh, a couple of years ago, and prior to that was Action Comics, um, and then uh, obviously they did a last year they did detective 1027 which was the 1000 1000th issue since Batman, Batman and Bruce Wayne no. were, were introduced um one remember, piece Detec- is, yeah. detective comics 1 through 26 did not yeah. include Batman
1: one piece um, one piece that is at 1032 jeez <laughs> so like yeah it's it, like again the breakdown for these numbers will come out eventually I'm pretty sure though that Cherry Paperback's are definitely a big seller right well for comics and like it's it but like does it does it really though mean like that uh that these things can't coexist in the sense of like you you know what's going to be the ultimate death death uh death crawl or or death null for for comics like what is that what does that actually look like
0: i see i don't think that i I think uh, if they don't scale it back they're, they're going to be in trouble they've got to scale it back to just a few issues um, but I got to chi- to chime in on on the on the on the trade paperback mm. is in talking with Sid over the years what has helped his trade paperback sales um, is Marvel continues to put out and trade paperbacks for those who don't know trade paper, paper, trade paperbacks I believe also include, um, uh, omnibuses and, yep. and, and 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 special editions. So, mm-hmm. essentially, if you're getting more than one comic book in a comic book, ali a a a, a, a trade paperback, um, it's a trade paperback. Yep. So, I remember Sid told me when I first met Sid back in like 2015. He told me about this was oh, actually I think it's 2014, but he, he semantics. Um, he told me one of the things that helped him sell trade paperbacks and back issues is the movies and TV shows. Yeah. And what has if and I started looking at um, Key Collector, which is an app mm-hmm. that I use mm-hmm. um, for upcoming books. And what's funny, what has started to show up, there was a subsection that they did last year that said trade paperbacks. And I was reading about it, and it was funny. It was like. The death of superman series uh which was one of the one of the l- largest selling comic books of all time was the mm-hmm. trade paperback first print of the trade paperback of death of superman actually i think it was like the first well they had like i think they did five prints in the first yeah. year of Somewhere, death of yeah. superman and um they were all they're still like all time top sellers someone was something like, I think that death of Superman has like, it's 20th or 30th printing of that trade paperback Mm -hmm. that these there's, there's interest in it. Um, uh, I know that there was a collection of gosh, darn where did I see it? And, um, I, I can't remember what it was, but it was, it was a collection of books and it wasn't, well, it was a Wolverine book. And it wasn't just Wolverine one through four. It was like Mm -hmm. this book and that book and this book from this series and from this year. And it was like a best of Wolverine Mm -hmm. and uh, they did a uh, Chris Claremont collection Marvel did. So trade paperbacks is is, uh, there's a lot of different directions. You can go with why trades are doing better than single issue books. One Mm -hmm. more often than not, I'd say more than 50% of trades are classic books, are old yep. printings. Uh, and those are driven with people that can't afford to go buy the single issue. So they go buy the trade and they yep. can get the whole story, a la yep. the, the Chris Claremont collection. Um, Or, and, and this goes for the digital copy, copies too, I will never own an Action Comics number one. I never will. So my opportunity to see the inside of an action comics, number one is to go online. And that's one of the sales, obviously during 2020, the reason the digital sales went up is because there was no stores. You couldn't buy comics. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that went through the roof. I remember reading an article from Marvel unlimited about that, that there was just so much digital content. They just digital dumped, on yeah. that app to the point where they had to redo it. And actually they kind of fucked it up, but yeah. Um, nonetheless. It, so yeah, to go into trade, um, I was thinking about that. looking at some of these, these trade,
1: these sales it, numbers. And I'm like that, that has to it, play a part. Yeah, of it. It, it does play a part in it. And like it, this is the hard truth for a lot of us in the sense. We're like, you know, we're, it feels like we're kind of the old guard in this sense. We're like, Oh, you know, you, you need to, and, and in a certain way, it feels like gatekeeping as well, but like, I from my reasoning for it is I want my fucking comic book shop to still be here when I'm 50 or something, right? Or at least comic book shops to be around when I'm still 50 type of shit, right? Where I understand that getting trade paperbacks, right, is going to be the thing to get. Digital comic, digital uh digital releases, digital comics are going to are going to be on the uprise, right? Uh, inevitably, you know, having less than 300 million sales for a single issue comic books might be the norm in the next yeah. what 10, 15 years. Right. It's, it's, it, it might be, it, it might be a certain depiction a same depiction of like, you know, the way of blockbuster, right. It's just yeah. a matter of time type of thing. Sure. I get that. <clears throat> and it, it does feel like it is definitely a, a point in time where the trade paperbacks feel like, to me, kind of like streaming in the sense of like, if I can wait just a little bit longer, I can get the whole thing and just watch and just read or watch it then and there and not have to wait a month for another issue. In the same sense of like, oh, you if I, I know that uh this a certain series is out on HBO Max or Netflix, and instead of waiting for it, or instead of like you know, watching it and having to wait a week, I'll just wait a month or um two months, put my time elsewhere, and then when all of it comes out. I'll read it then, or I'll watch it then. I feel like that's just the overall like thought process of today's mentality, and that's not a, that's nothing wrong with it, it's nothing bad with it, right? It just feels like that is the changing of the tide. That's the like changing of the tide type of thing. We're like, yeah, man, like uh, there's the possibility that there's, there's still a majority of us that have been sticking with single issue comics for so long that we might be the only ones. Gonna, we might possibly be the only ones left in that sense,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where, like. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I really do, because I would love my comic book shops to continue to sell single issue comics, multiple versions, multiple versions of them. Right? It's just, yeah. you know, comics aren't dying, but they're kind of dying, type of thing, right? Like the heart of comics, owning comic books, you know, or or the or that the comic book industry as a whole, they're still gonna make stories, they're still gonna release comic books, uh, specific. Uh, There's still going to be stable, a huge plethora of, of like, um, of cheap hairbacks. but like you know the single issues might not be now, but it's going to happen eventually, type of thing. Because digital comics, digital sales are on the rise, and and graphic novels are on the rise, and like yeah, cool, that's what you want. You know that means that like the comic book industry isn't dying, but uh, the purist in me feels like okay, the thing that I'm here for it kind of will eventually, type of thing. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong. I really do hope I'm wrong, but yeah.
0: Well, and so am I. I mean, I enjoy it, but I think what's going to keep the single issue physical copies alive is going to be cons and, and flipping long yeah. boxes and stuff like that. But um, the, both these, I mean, just a single amount, DC and Marvel really have got to get, they got to get back to square one on, on, yeah, on just stories. To sales, but um, like,
1: be, just, but like, let's still stay on that just for a little bit, right? like because we talked about this in in, in prior episodes too even though comic book sales still have been doing tremendous and amazing right we still have the standpoint of like what drives story type of type of thing and if and if you wait if you could check the heartbeat of a certain industry right the checking the heartbeat of this industry is basically comic book sales right individual single issue comic book sales that will drive the story because you know what you know. What's dead when it, it doesn't get past issue seven. Yeah. You know what's live when it gets past issue first the first year, right? Issue twelve, type of thing. Like we've seen these great outcomes. I'm I'm hoping Kal El, son of son of Superman, do or, no, or Jonathan, son of or Jonathan or Superman, whatever the new Superman, still stays around for a year or two years until you know until Clark comes back from where the fuck he is. Mm-hmm. I hope that's still around. I really do. I, I particularly don't care about Jonathan uh, having a relationship, having a same-sex relationship with a with a, another person. I really don't care about that. I still want my 12-year-old fucking Jonathan Kent to go around with Damian Wayne having Bat, you know, you know, Super Kid Adventures, but that's yeah. taken away from me. <laughs> but I, I still, that doesn't mean that I don't want this series, uh, you know, the new yeah. Superman series to not stay around. But if, like, You know, like, what, where is, if you could, if you could definitely tell where the heartbeat is, I'm hoping that past issue five, which is going to be the quote unquote gay issue or LGBTQ issue, I'm hoping the sales from that will still transition or will still see a progress in the pre, in the episodes following it. Like I've stated before, man, like, if this is the state of, like, does, is that what's needed to sell comics? Shock and awe value type of shit? Pretty
0: much at this point.
1: Right like, and like not actual storyline again. Like this is where we can come to now.
0: It got me back in. I mean, the Hell Hydra got me back in.
1: Yeah, I, it's like I, I get it that people. But no,
0: I, I'm right there with you. It's like, why do we yeah. need, um,
1: the uh, shock and all? Yeah, I, I get this point. The reason why is because fucking no one buys comics, <laughs> single issue comics for sure. Or they do, two hundred eighty five million. uh, has been spent on it but like does that mean that it like how many comics are still left in comic stores yeah type of thing. you know I need to the the one thing that I haven't really put down is that okay cool 285 million has come out from comic book stores but like what's still left of their overstock percent issues type of thing these are graphs these are numbers yes but like we still have there's still a lot more to be broken down in this sense so I there, there's a know.
0: lot more we could get into and uh, let us know in the comments below or mm-hmm. shoot us an email. Uh, they're in the comment. If you're, if you're listening to us on the podcast platforms, um, mm-hmm. you can go and find our, uh, our YouTube or our, our email and you can email us, or you can hit us up on, on Twitter at PS comics. I love the letter U,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or our comment on our Facebook page. Uh, when we post this about what you guys think about the, mm-hmm. the state of the comic book industry, uh, a couple of bullet points that will wrap things up here. Um I want to talk about that have also come out of the, uh, the comic book industry over the last uh, couple of, uh, couple of years, like Jair yeah. hinted at um, it was announced earlier this week that um, image comics have um, are in a wait and see pattern. Uh, mm-hmm. To see uh, what happens When it's creators uh, Whether or not they will Unionize if their uh, petition To unionize will be Accepted they are uh, uh, Lobbying With I uh, believe it's The um, oh, I can't think I just Had it in here in front of me but it's like The creative Writers association or something like that Or communication yeah. writers association Or something like that Um So you have one of the most creator friendly companies in the form of image comics. And by the way, I I can't say this enough. If you haven't already go see the sci-fi wire documentary, it's a six part series on the image boys and the creation of image comics. It is by far, if you are considering yourself to be a nerd, a comic book lover, you need to see this documentary. It's, It's real. It's an easy watch. I've watched it multiple times. I might watch it again here, recent in the coming months. Yeah, um, but uh, it's there's such a, a creator friendly company. Yet, what company is going to be unionized? It looks like it's going to be Image Comics. So we'll follow that. I know that they their creators had unionized um, and yeah. presented their uh, their 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 case, so to speak, to this this uh, labor uh, organization. And they're going to see if it's going to be ratified. Um, And like I said, uh, Jr., um, you mentioned it before that they are kind of like in a wait and see pattern. That they issued a statement saying that this is what's going to go on, yada yada yada. Um, And it was like basically like tell us you don't care without telling us you care or you don't care. Um, But I I don't think Image is is worried too much about that. I mean, they are uh, very talent friendly. Yeah. Um. They just don't have their. Their big bucks right now is, is the Walking Dead canceled. Uh well not canceled, but it's it ended. Uh Saga is for all intents and purposes ended, but it's it's supposed to come back. Uh yeah. so what are they selling at, at image? I mean, they've really leaned on uh McFarlane's spawn. Uh they've mm-hmm. kind of dug that out of the grave. Um, and it's been doing okay. So um These, I think, the 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 biggest bullet points when these creators was they want more money, of course. Well, well, if there's no money, which Jerry, we just spent for the last hour talking about that there is, but the one thing that uh, we did say though was the single issue books, the single the single issue comics that are selling, where are they coming from? DC and Marvel, they're not coming from Image. Mm -hmm. So we'll follow that story. We'll continue to talk about it in the news and notes. Did you have something to?
1: Like here's the thing with image comics, and I, I need people to understand this, right? If you are a creator of image comics, or if you wrote an image comic book, you're the you're the creator, you're built as the creator of that book. Yeah, you're not gonna get robbed. You're not gonna get robbed. You're and like I need to understand more of the story, right? Just singing well hand. Same here. It's yeah. it's definitely I it said before that you know, 10 out of 12 staffers wanted this to work. It's it's the uh, comic book worker united type of thing was formed by the, you know 10 of the 10 of the original 12 staffers. Uh, that, that were on, uh, Image. Uh, it is. Uh, they're with. Uh, they're earlier this week. They they're teaming up with comic with Communication Workers of America, the CWA. That's what it was. It, was followed the representation petition with it with a, with the Ella with the National Labor Relations Board, asking for a to hold a holy secret ballot election for eligible members of Image Comics office staff that confirmed that they want the CWA to represent them in their employment. Image, but what does this mean though? Are they t- like? Because from the the things they're giving me feel like does the people who work the ins and outs of image want a union? Is that it?
0: Is yeah, is this the creators or is this the everyday staff that works
1: in image comics? Because because like from, from, from my know-how, from what I understand, is that everybody anybody that has that brought a um that has brought a, a story? An idea to the heads of the image. You know, we talk about you're you're talking about. Um, uh, shoot, I forgot. You're talking about Tommy Furlan. You're talking about. I uh, well, Yeah, Todd still don't think. Rob But like um, the actual like head staffers right now, like um like Kirkman, oh, yeah. Robert like uh Robert Kirkman. Who, is this, Who the else was the head?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and um another of the OGs that's still there. You know, so basically them. If you yeah. get them to the greenlight your stuff, you own it. That's yours. Yeah. Cool.
0: You create your any, own company. And yeah,
1: any sale you get, a we'll, portion of it will go to, of course, will boost the publishing front of image, but then most of it's yours from what I'm seeing. Yeah. Is the, is a CWA going to be for that? When you already have the rights to your own thing. Yeah. Or is it for, you know, the other, uh, or is it for, you know, is it even your, of course I gotta add on and then into that. Is it for those people that, you know, have, a saga have an invincible and you know so- invincible has been has been gone or has been done already yeah. had like a saga which is coming back or like a um a spawn or yeah walking dead which is ended already or is it like the other image comic books that don't get past issue six and there's a there's been plenty of those comics coyote being one of them and i actually enjoyed that comic i i tried to get issue four or five and that's not there and the thing about image is that it's a very independent, friendly type of thing. But the thing about that is that it's not they don't have the same type of market value as that of a DC or a Marvel. It's noted. You want to go to Image to do that weird crazy shit like extremity, which I fucking love to death. <laughs> right? Or or um or Department of Truth, which I fucking love to death. But that doesn't mean that like you should then start in for the other the other creators that are given credit. And royalties for that, they don't get past issue three or four.
0: And I'm wondering if this is coming in light of what was going on with Marvel Entertainment, <clears throat> Disney, and the families of Steve Ditko, Stan Lee, yeah. Jack Kirby, um, and we know we've talked about this in, 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 in yeah. previous collectors episodes that you know Simon and Schuster, um, the creators of Superman, that they're mm they've always been kind of the benchmark for what you do and what don't you do to negotiate for rights to your character. So um, real quick too, the other thing I want to, I want to talk mm-hmm. about this. Um, one on one last, one last ahead thing ahead. I
1: got to. I hate this. I know I got to say it, but I hate to say it. I know I have to say it. not hate to say it, but I know I have to say it, but it, like this is not any way for me to shit on the, the writers and the artists who put their fucking blood, sweat and tears and effort into making these books. It's just exactly. the way to draw. People don't pick up books because it doesn't. They're not Marvel or DC books. Yeah. It just fucking happens. I get that. I understand that. And it's a shame because yeah. Image is one of the only fucking places. Well, Image and Boom now, but Image has been for a long time one of the fucking places where you just do that crazy zany fucking comic that you wanted to write since you were fifteen. That they'll do that, but sadly, no one's gonna pick it up. No, because yeah. it's just the way that comics have always been. Yeah. sadly. But yeah, there's not, to, again, I need, I'm not here to shit on the amazing artists and, 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 oh, yes, you and are. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. the amazing artists <laughs> and writers that make image that has had their works come out of image. Not to say that it's just, you know, what I'm talking about, man, like no one really picks as much as the love people that pick up image comic books. They don't pick up single issues. They pick up the trade paperbacks. Like we've said before aren't on this thing, man, it sucks. It fucking sucks. It really does. But yeah.
0: Uh, real quick, this is a side note, but it kind of connected to the, the industry as a whole and talking about the the state of the union of, of comic book and collecting. Uh, I am a subscriber not only to uh, the aforementioned Key Collector app, but I also subscribed to CLZ Comics and to gocollect.com. And um, Key Collector for the longest time was and still is kind of a... a, a a benchmark of judging the values on comic books and uh, but the the kind of the the kind of out of left field um, other option was go collect.com and what they did was they actually partnered with CLZ comics and you could within the app within the CLZ app which is an organizational app you could scan yep. the barcode of your comics and put it right in your collection it's a really nifty App yep. and I highly recommend anybody. No, this is, we're not a sponsor anything unless you want to. Um, but if you're Please? a collector, you have to have this app. Yes, and we should have both key collector and and and, and CLZ. Yep. Well, CLZ partnered with Go Collect, and it was a click of a button, and it would migrate Go Collect's database over to your CLZ comics. Mm-hmm. And what Go Collect does is they are more of a a, a stock market, so to speak of comic book collecting where clz focuses specifically on key issues um go collect does a little bit of everything key issues what's hot what's selling on ebay what's selling on other platforms and they they do an amalgamation uh uh uh, average so to speak of what's selling is it is it graded? Is it non graded? Is it slabbed? Uh, you know what is it? And it has all these different factors. Well, long story short, the the partnership between CLZ and Go Collect ended uh, over the last month, month and a half. And I was like, <clears throat> almost like uh, on a daily basis, I would text JR. I'm like, dude, freaking stock market's up. I mean, comic books are up. And I'd give him my, you know, I was I think the last time I sent you a text, I was like up to like seventy two thousand dollars on my collection. Hate
1: you, you mother. Yeah.
0: And so all of a sudden I start getting the updates. And then I got this email saying that their partnership and it hit it and stuff like that. Um, but it was, uh, I was reading more into it about go collect was that the, it has been so crazy that they didn't have the time. They have the money, but they don't have the time or the, or the, or the manpower really the drive or the, or the, or the immediate know-how to upgrade their servers to work with companies like CLZ and key collector and other companies like that, uh, for their services. So they ended their partnership. I'm hoping that CLZ will find a new partner in grading. Um, but it was just, it's, it was just reading more and more about that story was that go collect is so crazy busy right now. They just can't take on any other tasks. So uh, if you're a CLZ member and you partner and you paid for that, Migration service, that is why you're not getting it anymore. And if you go to CLZ's website or if you get the weekly emails from CLZ, they have the instructions on how to get a refund if you bought into any of the extra oh. uh, subscriptions. So, yeah, mm. uh, I thought that was kind of a unique story. If you guys have any comments uh, about the state of the union, state of, of the comic book uh, industry, let us know yeah. in the comments below on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or uh, hit us up on our email.
1: We will definitely be talking about the actual second market of like, you know, eBay and, you know, second sales, because yeah, during, of course, during this, this boom, quote unquote, right, of comic book sales, boom studios has is one of them. And we were talking also about like, you know, the, the crazy, the craziness of berserker issue freaking one, (laughs) right. And how that made insane amount of sales as well as like so many other books. Uh, that are that aren't from image and You you see a lot of these uh, a lot of indie companies too uh, coming up of the ranks and you know making their names be known to a certain extent granted of course they they have yet to kind of uh, be on the same level as like a dc or a marvel or a marvel we would, i would love to definitely talk about the second market and how you know a lot of the a lot of the up-and-coming books that are that have been up and coming during either covid or even right now coming back into this new reality or this new normal we have now what are the books coming out of what are the must get books that coming out of this thing? And still number, up there. Number one is very much Marvel's there. Of course, of course, but like still like now the hottest books coming out are like anything that's going to be on Netflix, anything that's going to be on HBO max, anything that's you know going to come up really freaking soon. Like my, sorry, sorry. I, I just had to say this, like my Sandman series. First appearance of death, which I fucking got in 9.2. Like that stuff. So yeah. I will w- I would definitely love to talk about the, the state of like secondhand market eBay sales, what is coming, whether hot book coming out soon or, or even now. And uh yeah, I would love to get that out, man, because yeah, and that and you know it's just it'll be nice to, again just show for show for stuff again. It'd be nice to have that the the flex pool. A yeah, portion I haven't been of in a couple of coming. weeks. So
0: I don't have a, um, I don't have my, uh, my, uh, uh, good, my, guy. my, my, my pool. But right. uh, yeah, guys, I appreciate it. Uh, everything being patient with us uh, over the last. Uh, uh, what you are oh, you getting a little crazy feedback I there?
1: I don't know what that is. That's weird. Oh.
0: Whatever. Was <laughs> oh, that not part of the picture?
1: Oh. So that is part of the picture holy crap that's my picture in the background because that's freaking dune that's one of the ships
0: losing is losing his mind over here i kind of am. Uh, am yeah guys if you have any comments about uh, the state of uh, the the uh, um, the industry and what you guys think uh, let us know and we like mm-hmm. hearing back from you uh, i did get yeah. another uh, i did get another fun call while uh, while we were out wow. i know i've been getting crazy amount of fun calls over the last uh, couple of weeks um yeah. Amazon exclusive, oh. Princess Leia uh, yeah. with the medal um, from the Yavin uh, ceremony at the end of A New Hope. Um, I did watch yeah. the chagrin of JR, also an Amazon exclusive. Uh, yeah. I opened it. It's on, my, it's on my speaker in my living room. Uh, it is one of my favorite fun uh, codes that I have.
1: He just showed um, it was of course for for our uh, for our listeners on podcast form. He he just showed an empty box of a Tano Funko. I hate him.
0: Yeah, so I've got quite a few that have come in. <laughs> oh, I've got my um, my uh, one of my favorites that have come in. My, my oh variant. yeah
1: yeah Sylvie. Um, uh, of course. Oh, uh, it's actually. Um, I I well. I don't, I, don't want, I don't want to rub in your face but I know it's the source spot for you. I got my CTCs back in. <laughs> Granted, this this is from like six months ago that I turned this in, right? Or maybe a little bit more. Or maybe a little less. I don't know. It's, it, I don't know. You got to pick a time frame. This right here is uh, a 98 of Chun-Li uh, Street Fighter 2018 Summer Sports Special. Number one, it is a homage variant of Chun-Li doing a Nicki Minaj variant. Uh, for those who don't know, Nicki Minaj, made a song called Chung Lee and the variant artist who did this is a uh, yeah Rob Porter he made a variant of Chung Lee in a doing a Mickey Minaj cover yeah of her cover like a cover yeah. swipe almost cover swap <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a cover swap yeah yeah I, don't, I didn't know I didn't know uh, proper English at the time I don't know how to phrase you that know, sentence speak English not, not at this moment no. <laughs> Uh, yes. The only books uh, that I have,
0: I got some eBay call. I got uh, Betty and Veronica. I was missing this one: um, meets Red Sonja and Vampirella, issue number seven. And then I did get a second printing of Faithless number, a Faithless nice. Volume Two, issue number one. Um, nice. I wasn't one hundred percent sure if I had that one or not, so I grabbed that. Um, I don't know if that's been picked up yet. I know the Faithless and Boom Studios, and I think I thought it was like Netflix or someone was in negotiations. Not one hundred percent sure if they have made oh. anything
1: image like if if image does this due diligence and tries to somehow get the what's what's it called the franklin verse the miller verse out into image stuff man oh my gosh man spawn he's gonna it has been coming up like late kind of crazy lately but like like what's the what's the reborn yeah that the uh, 2015 uh 2015 series called reborn only like had six issues Sucks because you should have more. <laughs> That's gonna freaking pop off, dude. Like, oh man, uh, yeah. If if Netflix does its due diligence and just gets all of the image comics or, or, um, or boom comics, right? Like what they're doing with somebody's tearing the children, you're gonna see this crazy rise again in comic book sales. And I would love to talk about that in the future episode, with my people. Um, don't know what we're gonna talk about next week might do something for we'll probably black out. friday we'll figure it out
0: we'll figure it yeah. out marvel dc warner brothers uh well you know what we do got coming up we have disney plus day coming up on Doop. december on uh, november 12th Doop. we will talk about that if they make yeah. any ma- major announcements we mm-hmm. I have to assume a new spider-man trailer is in the works Yep. We'll wait for that patiently so guys thank you so much for uh sticking with us uh as always um hit us up on our social media accounts you can find them in the description below i actually posted what's that
1: (laughs) i actually posted it It was the nick minaj cover
0: um be good to your human beings uh be kind wear your damn mask and as always
1: peace peace, people and uh i don't know if gonna add this in but to to my people my awesome workers who are trying to make an image comic right now i feel you i feel you peeps man just Keep on, keep working the dream. I'm not here to shit on you. I'm just here to shit on the, the crazy fucking thing of people only buying Marvel and DC and not anything else. What the fuck? <laughs> keep on, keep on on. You'll get there. Love you guys. <laughs>